0: Hey, this is Kevin Couchman with the podcast. Get this, it's the show about things people love. I'm coming to you from the quarantine studio in upstate <laughs> Manhattan in the foul year of our Lord 2020. It's March 10th, the year of Corona Chan, and I'm joined by uh, my lovely fiance, Sabra Corcoran. Sabra, yeah. hello. Oh no! <laughs> we all just die. Yeah, charming. And I... and uh, Jose Ignacio Gomez, the one and only, <laughs> the only one. Uh, and uh, you know, we're doing a bit of an impromptu pick up one here today. We had a we had another guest uh, who uh, is unfortunately unable to make it because of Corona Chan. Uh, school closures starting to get pretty real here in Manhattan. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say
0: right now. <laughs> I no, I we're supposed to talk about something we like today. I mean, don't, do, it is, do it we is even the like show about things people love. I mean, I guess you know we'll indulge ourselves here and say, I guess do we do we love being quarantined?
2: Well, yeah. it, it means not talking to people, so I'm okay.
0: <laughs> well, okay, yeah. That's, this is this is going to be a great hour of radio <laughs> at this mm-hmm. rate. No,
2: I, ex- uh, co- present company excluded.
0: Ah, okay. okay. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, no, I, I definitely relate to that. I, I'm about 10 months of the time, so... Yeah, when I finish, I just want to go home and do nothing. Mm-hmm. Be in silence.
0: I have been seeing some funny memes online about um, introverts who are like, wait, you're telling me you want me to stay home and avoid people? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounds good. I mean, you know... All right. Yeah. <laughs> th- th- there is... I don't want to. Obviously, this is a very serious subject, and uh, it is. you know, and we have to, um, you know, treat it treat it with some, um, I guess, gravitas. But at the same time, uh, it is it, there's a sort of kind of a like a funny, like a, almost like a larpy quality quality to it. It's like suddenly you feel like you're in a movie, mm-hmm. you know. And how much of that is the media, you know, creating this simulated idea of what's really happening? You know, which. Which weighs up, you know? Um, why do we panic? You know, are we panicked? I don't quite know. It's been going on for a couple of weeks now. And it feels... Well, I mean, for, you know, for example, Italy is uh, on lock right now. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. To Just think about it. Um, I, I'm kind of enjoying the feeling that, like... It, we, we live in such a circus. Like, the world is such a carnival. That something like this has does have an opportunity to kind of reset our understanding of the world. I think mm-hmm. I think that's a, that's a, a potentially a positive thing. Yeah, how how vulner, vulner,
1: uh, vulnerable we are and what kind of chaos we always living in without nev- even knowing. Mm-hmm. Like anything can, you know, explode and change in a second for
0: all of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? They're talking yeah. about canceling the Olympics. Yeah. The and the I mean they canceled south by southwest. The psychological effect of this uh whether or not um, it's it's truly as disastrous as it's being made out to be, the the media, the, the, the carnival, is part of the problem, right? I mean, yeah. it's bigger than the virus. Well, they're
2: not really telling us anything. They're just telling us to wash our hands and not touch our face.
0: Right. Oh, no, so, I, just, I just did it. Oh, just can't okay, just eat oh, it. I oh just God. touched my face. It's, fa- it's oh like my a psychology God. thing. Don't touch your face. Right. Don't, right. don't touch my face. right. <laughs> <Try. laughs> Try not to think of a white elephant.
1: Yeah, I'm, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm, I really, I was watching Outbreak last night. Just <laughs> you know, night. I don't know, it's like a good movie anyway. But mm. it's really crazy how Hollywood knows our psyche too much and, and mm. all of our reactions are really as real as we see in those movies, you know? And, mm-hmm. uh, and my thinking is that it's, this is a kind of a test for me that we all need to pass as humans and we really need to be together in everything mm-hmm. from now on. But I don't think we're reacting that way and we don't understand the, what's, what's really going on. But the, for me, the bottom line is we need to really protect each other, forget who we are, nationalities, all of this, because everything can affect the whole world. Mm-hmm. No, no walls, no frontiers, no nothing. It's going to go everywhere.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like a little solar blast can destroy the whole planet, things like that. I mean, this is an example of those kind of things.
0: Yeah, it's the biggest media story, I would say, since 9-11. Uh, in terms of real-world impact. I mean, certainly one of the biggest stories. Um, yeah, Everybody, you know, you, you're sort of... I, I wonder, are we going to say, oh, there's life before this and life after this? Possibly. But they have these scares every few years, right? It's SARS mm-hmm. or it's this and that. But this, this for some reason, feels like it's a little... It's it's more heightened.
2: Mm-hmm. I wonder why. Probably because it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you'd like to believe that some of the information we're getting is, uh, you know, useful. <laughs> We are not experts. We're not medical doctors. Yeah. No. This is normally a, an interview podcast where I have people on and we talk about things they love. So I guess we'll have to weave our way around. You know, I guess maybe, Jose, the, the, the positive thing out of this is an opportunity to see the world in a, in a new light. hmm Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: I build on that. I'm, I just keep thinking about the film 28 Days Later. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. That keeps popping up in my head. Um, I think... I think we'll be okay. I just think this is like a wake up to humanity, probably, like Jose was saying, Um, where we just need to kind of be, I guess, not be in our own little worlds and sort of actually pay attention and know what's news and what's not news Mm. and maybe just get better at communicating with each other and just maybe a a better look at how our world leaders are handling this. Mm. To, to me, that's kind of the biggest thing, because um, now it's it's not like we're looking at Ebola from like another country. It's it's in our own, you know, yeah, it's, it's in, your, in our own borders. Own, yeah, yeah. So, I just think it's the truth we can't escape. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting, uh, and hopefully it'll foreground the disastrous situation that we have in this country around healthcare. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just an absolute disaster. We're not prepared and here
2: in the U.S. I,
0: yeah, it's like we don't. Hmm. Every, again, it's a, it's that kind of carnival. Mm-hmm. It's the feeling of like we're yeah we're in a, we're in a carnival, not a serious place. Yeah, it's difficult, and yet Americans, you know, we love our rights and we love our freedoms. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's tricky. You have to have that that balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, though, it's going to get real when they the sporting events start. You know, if if those stop, <laughs> I don't. You know, you just think. Can this really can can there really be a, a scratch of the needle on the record? Can this whole thing just stop? <laughs> and and what a like, like yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean it's it's that's where it where it is. It's like bread and circuses, right? So at what point does it start to get squirrely, mm-hmm. right? Uh, how long you know could can we withstand? the supply chain being broken, et cetera. I don't think it's going to get, it's going to get there, but it it does kind of get in the back of your mind, right? You're talking Mm -hmm. about 28 days later. You have, we have all these images of what that might look like.
2: Because Hollywood's projected that on us, but I don't think that that's the actual way it's going to look. I think there is, um, there is people in the U.S. who are like, they prepare themselves for this, like they're survivalists. So they like live as if a, a zombie apocalypse is happening. Yeah, and they're, doomsday they're like, preppers. Exactly. Doomsday preppers, exactly. But they're, like, prepared. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. like, these people are probably laughing at the rest of us because <laughs> they're in the woods in their tents, like, you right. know, hunting their own food. Yeah. And we're just, like... Oh, my God, what if I can't go to Target anymore? Yeah. Like, well, that would be the biggest thing for me.
0: That would be terrible if you couldn't go we to could, Target anymore. We should anymore.
2: do an episode where I, I just talk about how much I love Target. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Jeez>. I just, <laughs> Sabre is peak Minnesotan. <laughs> <laughs> Minnesotans have a relationship with Target that I can't explain. It's their happy place. Yes. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Target Boutique. Yes. I, can find, I can find some fun of that, too. Walmart. <laughs> I'm guilty. Yeah. So yes. well, maybe we can get a sponsorship. Uh, Target probably has a podcast.
2: They, they should. Yeah. I'll volunteer to start it.
1: Yeah, you could be so the, the hostess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, but for real, you, you were mentioning to me the other day about Bloomberg. He has this bunker, right? For any, it was this kind of things that happen. And and you told me that he's paying these people to, you know, secure this bunker and have it ready for any, you know. Yeah, occasions. presumably he does. That was a joke <laughs> but, somebody yeah, made but online. It's kind of, it's, it's fun that you said that, like, mm. uh, because. Is right yeah. Is just, is any any of this really happen? Okay, what's going to happen with the value of any money of anyone? Right. Right. I mean, really. I mean, it's going to be you know, it's completely unreal. All of this.
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's it's an absolute house yeah.
1: of cards. Yeah. know. and
0: we're protecting a,
1: a system or a world that is not real. It's based on numbers and, and paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> not even. Yeah, it's digital
1: and we fight our life for this and uh, yeah, and I don't know. I don't know. I just
0: I just can't tolerate the fact that they take you live in New York City and you make a modest salary like what a lot of people consider to be a pretty good salary and they take 40 to 50 percent of it in in various taxes and fees and things. It's surreal. And then you look around and you go, but I'm I don't have health insurance. Like what is this? How is this happening? Um, and then, you know, and then you wonder why everyone's stressed out and uh, miserable and medicated.
2: Because their system doesn't work. It,
0: it, I mean, it, it works, but it works, you know. For, for favorable for, people. Yeah, it works for, um, you know, people with, with the money. I mean, the, it, you see a lot of stuff online about, you know, boomers, right? Okay, boomer, yeah. that whole thing. And <laughs> it, it, the consensus is that they really did pull the ladder up behind them. Mm-hmm. And that's a pretty good metaphor. And then they, then they're they're looking down at us and saying, "Why aren't you? Why why can't you get up here?" And it's like, "Well, dude, you you know you pulled the ladder up.
2: You didn't let us get up there."
0: I mean, you know, wages have been stagnant for 30, 40 years, and costs have gone up. So, what do you think is going to happen? Uh, it, we're we're rapidly approaching in New York City a reality where like an average hamburger and fries at kind books. of a nice sit down is going to be like twenty dollars pretty soon. And in Midtown, it is in place of 25 dollars. What's such a shock too? Then you, you because I traveled a lot last year. You go to Mexico, and the dollar goes so far there. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of staggering. I mean, you know, it's the petrodollar, right? Mm-hmm. Everything is in all our foreign policy, and everything is tied to keeping, uh, you know, the dollar as the reserve currency for the world. Mm-hmm. But it, is it working for Americans? How many uninsured Americans are there right now in terms of health insurance? Would they say like sixty five thousand people will die, you know, because they don't have, you know, access to care, something like that?
2: Is, is that a real number, or are you
0: just bankruptcies? Like- no, I, something like that. Okay. I mean, they were, you know, so now we're getting into like Medicare for all, mm-hmm. and it's like it's time to do something like that. Well, that's yeah, why
2: this election is kind of essential, because are mm-hmm. they even talking about what their plan is to do with Corona, Biden or Sanders?
0: I, I presume they've said something. Okay. I mean, Sanders can make hay out of it because yeah. we live in a country where people have to think two or three times before they go to the doctor because mm-hmm. they, they can't afford the bill. And even if you, even if you are insured, um, I had a friend who you know works for a, a city. Uh, and as a librarian, and she was posting this on, on social media. She had a, her, her child was born, a little premature, mm-hmm. and she was showing the numbers of, of the bill, the billing. I mean, it was something like $150,000, just this insane. And of course, you know, she's not going to foot that bill, but they still had to eat, you know, eight, ten grand or something out of pocket. I mean, and these, are, these are people with good jobs, master's degrees, working for a major city. So you know what I mean? So what on earth are, are you supposed to tell someone like that? Yeah, have another 3 kids? Uh, you know, it's it's a, an unmitigated disaster. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this podcast is meant to be <laughs> positive, but this is this is a, we're having a weird
1: day here with corona. That's well, real. they were they were saying that there's 30 million people people in the US that don't have uh health insurance. Mm-hmm. And we're, they were asking pens on the press conference about the coronavirus they were asking him the last question he refused he was leaving they were asking him what's going to happen with his people are they going to be able to be tested or, or anything and he didn't just he just left and didn't answer anything
2: are you talking about Trump?
1: no it's Pence Pence because yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Trump said oh I'll be wrapped up by April <laughs>
1: What <laughs> yeah, yeah. what is it gonna be wrap up <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, then i democracy. just read
2: um an article recently where it the numbers might go down a little bit but also like corona can survive in really humid damp climates as well so that's mm-hmm.
1: oh yeah yeah that's that. alarming oh yeah that's the thing it's like because the flu uh, season is during the winter and then when the winter stop the the numbers goes down and the right. and the i guess the virus goes into how do you call it a like,
0: Remission, remission, something like that.
1: Yeah, remission, and then but eventually goes back and stronger in the winter. So, <laughs> Insane.
2: I mean, I don't know. So, but I just still feel like they're not giving us any information because they probably don't know what to say because they don't know anything yet themselves. Because mm-hmm. I think it's just it's also mutating too. Mm-hmm. So, it's it's very real, but it's also like I don't think they they know. Yeah, Fun and that's with really mutations. scary. It is scary. Yeah. It
0: it's, uh, doesn't inspire a lot of confidence. No. I'm sure that there are very intelligent people, you know, hard at work on, yeah. on this right now. Uh, and, you know, we're just sitting here bloviating.
2: Well, yeah. But, no, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, like, I think it's – the virus is now evolving. So I think they get to a point, huh. but then it evolves. And then then they're quarantining people. But when they say these high numbers, I don't think everybody has corona. I think most – I was just thinking about this a minute ago. I think most people are probably showing like some symptoms. They Mm -hmm. might not have it. But once you're in a quarantined area with people who have it, you're probably going to catch it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they got to keep everybody. Like in Long Island, there's 108 people that are quarantined right now. Whoa. But they were all – it was all China related. So it's Uh not – yeah.
0: Right. Did we ever find out where it originated? Was it I, from I, this lab or I was might it have
2: been from a lab? bat
0: soup or, or what? <laughs> the bat soup thing went around.
2: Yeah. yeah, I don't think it came from bat soup. I think it might have been from a lab. That's my thinking. Mm-hmm. It might have just escaped from a lab.
0: Have you seen the movie Twelve Monkeys? Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Ooh, we should like watch *1000 Monkeys*. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Very yeah. much. That's
2: often what Kevin says to me. He's like, "Have you seen this? No? Okay, we got to watch it." So the list is just <laughs> volumes now. Anyway. Yeah, ahead.
0: no, it goes on and on. Yeah, and on. yeah. We watched *No Country for Old Men* for the first. She had never seen that. That
2: was really good. I liked I liked that film very much.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: It's like that film needed no soundtrack.
0: Yeah, that was amazing. That movie is incredible. I yeah, what a great performance! <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, he's sugar. amazing. It's one of my favorite. Yeah, favorites. sugar. Yeah. Sugar. No sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good, man. Very oh, southern. So, yeah, so tremendous. Mm. All right. Based on a very fine novel, the thing that went around when the Cohens um, bought the rights for No Country, you know, No, no Country. Oh, I got but, no idea about this. Okay. No, but the thing, is, okay. the thing they say is that that they they said at the time was it's going to be the easiest. Uh, novel to film adaptation ever but of course the Coens took it and made it a master a masterpiece yeah. he started uh writing it as a screenplay it was originally a screenplay then right. he then he made it a novel so it has that kind of that cinematic quality mm-hmm. baked mm-hmm. into it yeah cormac you got to get into cormac you got to watch blood or, uh, read blood meridian have, okay. you, have you read that no, I think we had that. this conversation. No. Jose, do you know this novel? Do you know Blood <laughs> Meridian? All my MFA, you know, buddies, all my lit buddies are going to, you know, this is what we nerd out on. Blood Meridian is a tremendous novel. That's his masterpiece. He's one of the greatest uh, living novelists, Cormac McCarthy. He um, when he was awarded the the MacArthur Genius Grant, mm-hmm. the the person that they asked, you know, for a recommendation, one of the people said he, you know, Cormac is one of the few people who would honor the committee by accepting the award, and that's the you know the five hundred thousand dollar, <laughs> complete career changing, genius grant. And he's yeah he's at feast tremendous yeah check out Blood Meridian, very dark very uh, cool Americana yeah. yeah Stabbing Westward Manifest Destiny sounds.
2: Sounds
0: good. Yeah, yeah, I think you'd like it. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, but so no country is so good. Yeah. Yeah, twelve monkeys too. That's that's Terry Gilliam. Okay. The the Monty Python yeah. from Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. My favorite Coen Brothers film is Raising Arizona. Oh
0: uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that in a while. That is so funny.
2: Nicholas Cage is so good in that. What? We're getting, <laughs> oh, I'm speaking. We're I'm speaking. Okay, so okay. Speak it's up. Speak up. <laughs> <laughs> Speak
0: up. Eat the mic. Okay okay. okay, okay, okay. That's, that's, you're, you're gonna make you're gonna make post a real nightmare for me. Now. Oh, sorry. I'm gonna have to. Oh, jeez. Now you're gonna have to sit with me and watch how I do the editing, so you see what torture you just put me through. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not the audience though. All
2: right. No. Okay.
0: Are we, uh, how are we doing in terms of keeping the podcast clean? I think we're doing okay. I think we're fine. Yeah. yeah. We haven't we're seen any right. F's yeah, 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 or no like that. No, no. Yeah. No. Nothing inappropriate. Nothing, <laughs> nothing too mean. Yeah. yeah. No. I'm really curious to see how the mood shifts here over the if,
1: coming weeks. Let, let me say something. It's very difficult for us as New Yorkers okay. to, hold, to, hold <laughs> to hold all those words. Yeah, yeah. Especially during... But we're doing it for the, the English people. Uh, well, you know, we'll see if we get into circulation. We get, we, we need to see that, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, we respect that you have more vocabulary
0: than ours. So we need to use the correct words. We don't
2: words. speak no good English here. <laughs> oh, yet. no. We
0: sure don't. <laughs> we sure do not. Uh, that's funny. I, I'm really interested in how... Psychologically, this is going to affect people. Mm-hmm. I read apparently de Blasio said, you know, work from home if you can and, and
2: well, seek therapy. Seek therapy. <laughs> yeah. That's what, adv- that's what I'm telling you. Like, what an incredible thing don't to say. They don't know anything. They're trying very hard. I give them credit for trying. Yeah. Because I just don't think they know what to say. They're probably sitting in meetings being like, I. Ah, ah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we just
2: tell them not to touch their face? (laughs) Don't touch. (laughs) Is that what we tell them to do? That's what
0: we love this episode is touching our faces. That's what we love. Yeah, you're (laughs) going to blow your nose with your feet. (laughs) (laughs) your knees. I don't know. I mean, they were talking about how it's difficult in New York. He said people are packed in like sardines into the trains i yeah. i would think if you can avoid getting on a train right now
2: do yeah that
0: uh you know on the subway
2: they said walk or yeah. if it's a crowded train don't get on
0: oh right yeah that's gonna work yeah, yeah. well that means like, you have to leave your house two yeah, hours before yeah, you need to be there.
2: yeah <laughs> i mean i don't know um but there are Starting to clean the subway stations, which I thought that was already something they were supposed to do. Yeah, So exactly. it's nice to know that they're finally doing what we yeah. pay such high MTA fares for.
0: Ugh. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's a disgrace, mm-hmm. and it, there is an attitude of kind of kind of on your own. Yeah, is is yeah. one of the things that America excels at. It's kind of like yeah. We sort but of you, Do kind yeah, tension or weird feeling
1: in the subway because I just recently came back from from a little trip to the Bahamas. You should have stayed not, there. Not yeah, you should have stayed there, right? <laughs> and, but anyway, know, I, I gotta take the freaking subway all the way here, the A train from the airport, air train, then the A train, and then the A train decided to stop somewhere in Brooklyn. I don't remember the station, and I made us take a short a shuttle to Joy Street. So it took me really like three hours. Ugh. From, from JFK to home was and that's they, about they 10 say it
2: miles because of, of quote unquote maintenance I
1: don't, I don't know something. what they were doing I guess they were doing something like that but but it was so annoying and then when I finally got into the A train on Joy Street everybody was like with these faces like you know yeah we're so dumb <laughs> <laughs> so, I take it you know I mean how are we going to avoid luck. you know, not yeah. to get anything from the subway it's so, it's so f- uh, filthy actually <laughs>
2: I was really impressed because I went to go visit Kevin in London And I was really impressed with the uh, transportation system. It was like a bus came every five seconds.
0: It is really impressive. I was just like, that is
2: awesome. Nobody looked miserable. Everybody looked like they were kind of like, all right, we're getting to where we're supposed to be. And after being in New York for like six years, I'm like... That's not the face no,
1: that I. No, no, When I, <laughs> I when I was in Madrid, in Madrid um, uh, especially in Madrid, the subway in Madrid is beautiful. Everything is so clean. Everything. Yeah. I never saw even a I don't know a, an ant. Nothing, <laughs> nothing was there, not even dust. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like why we don't have and the subway went on time all the time, you know at every time,
0: uh, running you know
1: pretty much frequently right. all of that. So why don't we have? It, does, what's going it on really here?
0: doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the only explanation is. Uh, theft, just outright uh, corruption. Oh no! Well, yeah, that's the, the money, the money doesn't, yeah, <laughs> the money doesn't end up in the system, and people don't take pride in their in the work. And I, you know, I, I, mean, I don't judge the individual MTA. I mean, that's not an easy job. They, they know, look miserable. That that's, too. A, that's, that's a that's yeah. a tough job, and it I, is, I respect yeah. them. But it's, it's just yeah. mismanaged.
2: No, I just remember when I first moved here, like ten dollars to put on my card got me through like a week.
0: Yeah, like well, wow. literally
2: ten dollars got me through a week. Then it was like turned into eleven dollars, got me through like maybe two days.
0: <laughs> they, so they, they raise the fares. They raise the, the quality fares. Gets, wor- yeah. gets worse. Doesn't seem to improve. They have made some improvements. I do like that bit. they have the um, the timer. Oh my god, there's nothing like listening to New Yorkers. Complain about the MTA. That's what people. That's, it's, the biggest, that, it's
2: the biggest conversation starter. It is.
0: Yeah. yeah it is nothing New Yorkers yeah, like to do. That talk, and the weather. To, that and the weather. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, it's horrible outside.
0: <laughs> ah, it's miserable outside. <laughs> I
2: hate rain. I'm like, okay. Anyway.
0: <laughs> well, so let's. It's going to be really curious to see what happens over the coming two to four weeks uh, mm-hmm. in relation to the corona business yeah. schools closing that affects a lot of people i think the, the biggest problem is is a virus that takes
1: slow to kick in and to see the results and stuff so we're going to be trapped on this for a long time mm. yeah. in this situation it's not going to you know unless we finally find a cure you
0: know right away yeah. or something a vaccine isn't there there is a, a bit of a quality of a snow day to this a for, little for bit. those who grew up uh, in snowy places like we did there's that kind <laughs> of childish joy at like ah oh, you know, because because it's everything is fabricated, right? School is it's all make believe, right? You know, most of those jobs people have, these office jobs are. What are they really doing? What are we actually doing? Uh, you know, David Graeber has something about that nonsense jobs. That's not the word he used, but that's something to look up. He he mm-hmm. wrote something about yeah. You know, these you know people feel like their lives are being um, dithered away. And it's for a reason. Yeah. You're moving paper around. You're moving imaginary bleeps and bloops around on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in order to what? Uh, I guess. You can do this from kid- home, basically. Yeah, right. <laughs> put your put your kid through Princeton, I guess, so they can move more bleeps and bloops down yeah, the line. And to oh, own yes. things that we never own. Right,
2: but you know what's funny though, is that a lot of these kids that have to stay home, they actually have to. Because we got it off easy. If we had a snow day, yeah, I'm talking to you, Kevin.
0: Yes, right. Because I
2: know, I know you didn't have snow. Jose days. didn't Jose, have snow no, days no. in
0: Venezuela. No. We, if we
2: had a snow day, it was a free day. Like, because there was no iPads for teachers to send like homework or emails mm. or things. So we, we literally got a free day off. These kids now have to like stay home, but they have to do. <laughs> the assignments. Yeah, it's
0: all going to happen online. Yeah. yeah. This is going to be a big moment, too, for remote work and mm-hmm. the power of that. I'm a huge believer in remote work. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And, and, yeah. and to change things that people
1: were thinking about changing you know, slowly. Like companies, they have a big infrastructure that they don't need anymore, and they pay a big amount of money in rent. And that's the, they're going to realize through this moment that we don't really need this. No. People can just work from home and that's people it. People don't well,
2: have an excuse to be yeah. late anymore. Yeah, That's true. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: right. It's one of the
0: biggest perks that an employer can offer is that flexibility because it allows people to you know, raise their family. It allows just the commute alone. Mm-hmm. If you assume the average commute is 45 minutes to an hour. That's two hours it's good a for day. The environment. Good for the environment. Yeah, There's remote the work positives. is green. Yeah, we sure. found
2: some positives in this ah, coronavirus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Thank you, Corona Chan. <laughs> Thank you, coronavirus. <laughs> you gotta laugh about it, or else you're gonna go nuts. You made
2: the environment better.
0: Well, yeah. that, people have been posting that on yeah. Uh, Facebook yeah, the emissions is going down. They're like, wow, <laughs> everything is going down. <laughs> everything is going We're down. We're just trying to
2: figure out productivity too. So that's all.
1: It's
0: such yeah. it's such an une- uneasy thing too because it is that reminder that we're all kind of fleshy bags of meat and blood and so pretty, do you know? And it's it's <laughs> uncomfortable. People don't like to talk about it, but you're yeah. kind of confronting that with everyone else. Mm-hmm. So it is a, a friendly reminder of of our shared humanity mm-hmm. with all with warts yeah. and all, yeah. and uh, people who have been saying, ah, yeah. It's only going to affect the the elderly or the other. It's like, that's not a good attitude because mm-hmm. one day that'll be you.
2: Exactly. It, it'll be
0: your relatives. It'll be your friends. And we do all owe it to each other to, to try to mitigate this as much as we can, which is well, why I'm not touching my face.
2: Huh. No, but I think it also makes people like take care of themselves a little bit better. Mm. Like, you know, maybe if you have a really good immune system, mm. you are more than likely to not catch things like this.
0: Right. I don't know if that if that's how that works, though, because right. I think some people are asymptomatic, so they may well, have it. Well, that's true. In. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But I know that I never get the flu shot, and I never get the flu, so.
0: Yeah. Ha. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean,
1: I was one of those two. I started getting mm-hmm. it, like, maybe for the last six years, but before that, I never got
0: it. And yeah. And I, I was fine all the time. Yeah. So.
1: Who
2: yeah. knows what they're putting in you. Yeah.
0: yeah. Now yeah. we're getting into the part. <laughs> Part two of the episode. Part two. Part the, two. The, conspiracy the conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, so who does this serve? That's interesting because clearly it has to hurt Trump in terms of the economy. That's what people measured on. At the same time, mm-hmm. this is sort of out of his control as well. So you wonder if people will be sensitive to that. It's going to be a really interesting year, this mm-hmm. election coming it's up. This November. Yeah, we've got a big, uh, what is it? They're doing primaries again today in a number of states. It's really going to be the moment. I'm sorry
1: sorry about that. When is the primaries in New York? Did they happen already? I don't
0: think. Maybe today. I think they're in
2: September. They're in
0: September. Yeah. I don't know. But it's going to be, I mean, the momentum, if Biden continues to carry now, it's going to be... Okay. Yeah. I just think that Milwaukee, where they're going to have their conference, uh, their convention, I think it's going to be...
2: Ugly. My family's in Milwaukee. I I think. <laughs>
0: I mean, I don't. I don't want to jinx anything, but if I'm the Milwaukee police, uh, we're already having meetings, of course, because oh, yeah. it's it's going to get real. I remember when the Republicans met in St. Paul. Yeah. And that got pretty, pretty real. Mm-hmm. Kettling people and nuts, crazy. I just think of you know, yeah, the left, the, the progressive left. It's going to come out and.
2: Are you talking about the one that, that was like 08 or something? Yeah. The, I remember that because I was on the U of M campus and there was like, I think I was waiting for like the shuttle bus. And there was like, there was like this anarchist attacks. Like these, yeah. A- yeah, just big groups. Like they just came and they like threw, they, they made the, yeah, no, they did not leave a good impression. Sure. And I was working on a campaign at that time and we were all talking about it and we we're like, why are they making us look bad? Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> yeah. Republicans are not gonna distinguish Democrats from anarchists. So they were like <laughs> right. putting us in one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's easy for yeah, one side to paint the other side. But I just way. remember
2: this chick was talking about being there and like being part of that. And I just remember standing there like rolling my eyes, like, all right, I just need to get to class and not listen yeah, to this crap.
0: That's such a scene out there. The, <laughs> the politics there, leftism on the University of Minnesota campus is pretty it's crazy. Pretty intense. Yeah. People don't mess around. Like
2: you walk across like there's this like this big bridge between uh the West Bank and the East Bank and uh, with the Mississippi River going through and there's always like these like groups that are there. It's like veganism's real and you're like, "Okay." <laughs> like
0: just trying to get to class. Just
2: trying to go to class. I don't need negative, your flyer. <laughs> it's negative
0: 10 out. <laughs> This is the only path I can take to get there. I remember that schlep between Mm -hmm. East Bank and West Bank.
2: And usually I would do it as like a joyous walk. But when they were crowding everywhere, I'm like, I don't care
0: which. It's a very political, (laughs) very political campus. It is very political. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Mm -hmm. I just think again, getting ready for Milwaukee. When is the convention? When is that going to be?
2: Uh, If you're looking at me for information, I don't know.
0: (laughs) 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 I am looking at you for information. (laughs) That's all right. We're actually asking questions we can just find in Google. I just wonder how much much, uh, fallout there's going to be over the coming months from this. Because Mm -hmm. one thing leads to another thing leads to another thing in this cascade of events. And I think people are in a bit of shock. Mm -hmm. I certainly feel like I am. I never wanted to be in Manhattan during school closures. No. That to me was, that's a bit of a red line because that means it's serious. And I think it's just, it's a a real wake-up call. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. We've been lucky over the past five or six years in New York. There hasn't been anything to, like after, uh, was it Sandy? Mm -hmm. After Sandy, it's been kind of the biggest thing I guess would be the Epstein thing. Yeah. And now this.
2: Um, oh, just uh, July thirteenth to the sixteenth is when the convention is. Okay.
0: Boy, that's going to be a hot summer in Milwaukee. That's, Everybody. It's that's not
2: going to be nice.
0: Yeah, aye, 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 <laughs> aye. I mean, the civil unrest that that we're going to see here in the coming years. Very uh, real. Uh, whether whether uh, Trump or Biden uh, mm-hmm. you know wins, it's it's going to it's going to look start to look like I think the '60s again pretty soon. I think Woodstock. people are starting up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right, <laughs> well, all right. Yeah, do yeah. it. Maybe it can sound like the 60s again. I'd be into that. Yeah. You know?
2: That brought out some good music.
0: Oh, did you see that uh, apparently...
1: <laughs> yeah, I like that spirit.
0: Apparently Zeppelin didn't steal the opening riffed, uh, uh, riff uh, for for Stairway. No? You don't know this? Because they, they got sued by another band. Yeah, I band. heard this story before. I remember yeah. that. And apparently... Well,
2: I yeah, I know about that.
0: Right. Apparently it breaks down... The, they won because you can't copyright four notes. It's, yeah, no, but he's uh, a. I the think he was a uh,
1: songwriter from somewhere France or something like that. Yeah. Uh, well, you hear the song and you
0: definitely go, "That does sound." Also, we like... can Google these again. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> we can, we can. Uh, no, this is that uh, we don't want to do research while we're doing a podcast. Yeah, we're supposed to know all of these facts, yeah, right? Yeah. Like yeah. every podcaster, you know, uh, we know about everything, <laughs> especially me, right? <laughs> Somebody asked me, "What's your favorite? What's your favorite Zeppelin?" Oh, it was your it was your father asked me, yeah. "What's your favorite Zeppelin song?" And I, I went, I said cashmere but really it's stairway <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my dad's a
2: huge zeppelin fan all right you gotta huge. get the lead out. all right yeah. all
0: right yeah so yeah
2: he um actually i actually have a funny story sidebar he uh one day came into my room very serious because he was uh i thought we were gonna talk about you know because i was like 17 or something i thought we were talking about something serious like you know drugs sure you know something right <laughs> he has like a stack of burnt cds and he sits <laughs> down on my bed with me and he's like I can't take the Britney Spears anymore. Uh, <laughs> it's like, if you're going to blast music, please blast this. And a lot of it was like Zeppelin and Sex Pistols and all that. Nice. So it's just like, all right. all right
1: good he, dad he did good you, dad he did you a favor he did me a huge Absolutely. favor actually yeah you started burning your Britney Spears uh, CD after that it's n- like, oh, nope sh- no it's forever Britney <laughs> she still puts Britney on and dances in the, She's in the bathroom yeah. Yeah. sitting in the bathroom in the closet like, yeah. listening to Britney but it's
2: like it's like in secret now I don't want people to know I'm like listening to
1: it <laughs> everybody has those I know yeah, it's my know. childhood so whatever yeah. yeah what can I I don't even want to mention mine oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> no menudo you know, oh, I know <laughs> I used to dance with the first menudo, mm. with Ricky yeah. Martin, mm. and the other
0: ones, the one before him, actually. Oh, man. Crazy. yeah, fun! <laughs> we had an ace of bass obsession for a minute. Oh, you know, I love ace of bass, yeah, yeah, back in the day. I'm, yeah, you yep. remember you uh, you get a CD. I remember when CDs were the, the hot new thing, they were you had to go yeah. to the
2: store to get your CDs, right? You couldn't download music anymore. Uh, yes. Yeah, yet. right.
0: How does time work? Uh, I have no idea. I remember <laughs> when quarantine, Napster... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, this is from the quarantine bunker in upstate Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. Here we are, hanging out. Uh, this is Kevin Kautzman. This podcast is called Get This. You can find it wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher. It's at getthispodcast.com. And uh, it's a show about things people love. I typically have guests on and, and we we chat for about an hour and, and this is a bit of a bit of an oddball episode but you know what these are this is like family to me these these folks Jose Jose's That'd been on be. the show a number of times <laughs> yeah and saber your, your first time on the show
2: premiere yeah
0: yeah yeah you cool. you're, you're crushing it thank you you're this is I'm sure this is excellent radio
2: this is not my first rodeo it's not
0: your first rodeo oh yeah oh yeah well we have an idea for a show too but we're, we'll tease that out later. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm pretty excited about it. Mm -hmm. It's it's going to be a show about human resources and how sort of awful corporate culture is. (laughs) And it's at InHumanPodcast.com. We're looking for people's workplace horror stories. So if you have a horror story from work, go to InHumanPodcast.com and look for the employee suggestion box. And you can put your gripes and, and stories in there. And we want to use those. We have an idea. We're going to try to work on this later this year. That's, that's a, I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm excited. I got stories, so I'll share too. I've <laughs> <laughs> got plenty
0: of those too. I mean, oh, just what is, what's worse than work? <laughs> 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 that like, not just work. Like if you love doing something, right? right? Like I love my, my business, uh, you know, K2 Creative, k 2 2com I love doing websites. I love working with clients, but it's just that when you, when you're in a corporate culture, they always seem to want to become your family
2: but they're not your they're family.
0: they're not your family you know there is oh i' am happy for you if you have that right if you have that in a in a working situation or like if in you corporate are America, the one that
2: creates that <laughs> good for
0: you but god it's just at the end of the day they're not your family and no. it's 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 such a, a kind of a pathetic uh alternative to real life mm-hmm. to believe that you you know, you have this kind of Cult of work, yeah, yeah. I've
2: experienced it many times. Oh,
0: I mean, and then the things that it starts to do to your head Mm -hmm. after time.
2: Am I really incompetent?
0: (laughs) 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 I'll edit edit it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I'll (laughs) edit that timestamp. Yeah, and it starts well. Right, and then you you realize that you're associating with people Mm
2: -hmm. who maybe
0: you start to have disdain for because. You're around them all the time. Right. You see them in high stress situations Mm -hmm. and nobody's perfect. No. And so it becomes this just carnival, this house of of mirrors. Right. And all this like artificial power, like so-and-so is here in the org chart and Mm -hmm. now so-and-so is here. It's just just this despicable, silly way of spending your time. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it, because so much work is nonsense... A lot of it isn't even about productivity. It's about meeting to meet, and genuflecting, and you know, making sure that you're seen working, and on and on and on. It's it's pretty it's pretty tragic. <laughs> but really, you turn your
2: screen away because you're googling something. You <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't be at work,
0: right? You're on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how many how many hours do you think in a given you know year? Does the average white collar worker in the United States just burn on social I, media, or you know?
2: I watched my last manager uh, do personal business while we were pretty high stressed and <laughs> busy. So yeah. yeah, I got stories. Kids, uh,
0: I mean, <laughs> you got to find something you love to do because that makes it uh, better tolerable. That's uh,
2: not going to an office and talking to people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: well, I again, Corona Chan won't let you go to the office now. You're that's you're doomed. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you're stuck. You're stuck at home doing a podcast. Ah. Watch Back to the Future.
2: Oh no. Oh yeah, we should watch that.
0: <laughs> what Back to the Future? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. That's, yeah, that's my favorite. You know, when I stay home from school. Movie. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a great stay home from school movie. <laughs> Mine
2: was Harry Potter. or Bring it on.
0: What's All right? Yeah. Let's bring it on.
2: Oh, I don't have time to tell you about Bring It On, if you don't know. We got another
0: 20 minutes.
2: All right. It's a cheerleading movie.
0: Oh, a cheerleading movie.
2: It's got all the Kristen Dunst and oh. all them people. It's a, It's like, okay, we'll watch it. Okay. If, you, if you want, Your brain won't be tortured. Don't worry about it. Okay. It's actually like a funny
0: all right. movie. My brain won't be tortured. Well, yeah. That's a way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. You know me.
2: Some people will know what I'm talking about, hopefully.
0: <laughs> I think I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, cool. So, what else is going on, Jose? What's uh, So, tell us about this trip to the Bahamas you took. Oh, it was wonderful. We went to the
1: Bahamas with my girlfriend. Uh, she needed to renew her visa. I shouldn't give more details. That's all I can say about that. But, um, yeah, it was beautiful. Water was blue, crystal. Uh, it was the, the sea was a little agitated. A couple of days because of the wind. But besides that, it was like a swimming pool most of the time. Wow. And I was Mm. really floating, looking at the sun set on one side and the moon behind me. That was magical, magical. Uh, But the island's expensive. It's way more expensive than New York. And that drove me crazy. That's hard to believe. I wasn't expecting any of that. Uh, Yeah.
2: $30 for locks or something?
1: Yeah. uh, For example, we got a salmon in a. Regular restaurant, nothing fancy. Uh, Thirty-two dollars salmon, and then stuff like that, like a club sandwich, twenty or eighteen dollars. Uh, uh. You know, stuff like that. Where like yeah. the drinks, and then they charge you twelve percent uh, on taxes for everything you you 12%. buy. Twelve percent, twelve percent, and they include the gra- the gravity. Yeah, fifteen percent usually. Right. That doesn't bother me because you know I work in the industry, so sure. I usually was actually giving a little more to make it 20%. Mm -hmm. But, yes, like, one day we had a pizza, the salmon, um, maybe three drinks each. And he was like a hundred and fifty dollars.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> ah. yeah. That Manhattan like, was bad. Yeah,
0: you start sure. to go whoa, yeah. and you probably don't have any options too. It's not like you're gonna. Yeah, go do, home do you and don't. You don't have too many options exactly. Yeah, yeah. So right. funny
2: because we were upstate because we sort of jumped the gun on Corona Chan a little bit. And we <laughs>
0: were upstate, early.
2: And I think we went to a coffee shop, and I was expecting something I ordered to be like eight dollars, and he's like four seventy-five. I was like. Ha, how much do you think that'd be in Manhattan? Oh. He was like, well, I don't know, nine twenty-five. I was like, nine seventy five, 75 just a few cents off.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the c- cigarettes were like $16, $17. Jeez. Here are, uh, depends on the place. You can find it anywhere between 10 and 15
0: When we went to uh, Costa Rica last year, there was something like parity in, in pricing. Like they have it kind of keyed to New York prices. Mm-hmm. A little less, because you know, they'll sell you a beer for a dollar. But uh, Costa Rica was fun. I can highly recommend West Coast of, of Costa Rica, yeah. Tamarindo.
1: And um, well, yeah, but the the going back to the trip, yeah, I think the island is beautiful. The people is really cool. Everybody is really cool, very friendly. Uh, and but, but then you distinguish a lot of the you know status separation. Like you see like a middle class with with middle class with money. Then you have the average poor people. You know, right. Trying to make a living. Yeah. But they're pretty much happy most of the time. They say things like, oh, Okay, there's billionaires here, but more money, more problems. That's their kind of like mm. motto. Yeah. Well they
2: kinda of have to say yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> but then this this there's this big exaggerating gap and there's the like super ultra billionaires of the world. Like Elon mm-hmm. Musk have a house there, the Johnson Johnson people. I'm like, talking about like, they own pretty much an island, all of those guys. Yeah. Right. Uh yeah and then they don't even use these houses they just have it there they sit empty. The- it's there
2: if they want it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's their bunker so yeah, yeah that's why the island is so
1: expensive and there's these big casinos oh uh, uh, yeah stuff. we never made it we were about to make it but then we, ah, we're not really gonna do anything yeah you're not a big gambler yeah. are you no, no no not really i like blackjack yeah no i kind of like it i think it's kind of fun but it's really not for me Mm. because i like winning <laughs> so, no. right the house always wins <laughs> yeah, no. the only way to win is to
0: not play <laughs> yeah that's the key yeah. it's to
1: not play <laughs> yeah, i mean we we're, were gonna we were gonna monica has this idea of going and spend 20 dollars each that's it and then mm-hmm. put a limit if we start winning put a limit how much do you do we want back yeah. so if we get to 150 my mine was like 200 if we get to make that okay we're, we're gone and you know we make some money out of it but we never did it. Anyway, we stayed home and we were doing other stuff. I keep talking <laughs> English podcast, oh, okay. <laughs> doing other stuff. Stuff that happened in the islands. Yeah, yeah keep it clean. The Caribbean, you know, man. Right, right, right.
0: I think, uh, yeah, the surf was talking to you. The surf. Yeah, the wind, sur- <laughs> is the wind was whispering in your ears. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it was beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Great. We're watching as the stars at night. All oh, that's beautiful. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I could use a beach So relaxing. Right time seemed to stop, you know, in those places. I burn.
2: Mm. I could not use a beach, but I will go into the woods.
0: <laughs> you are very fair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we took a trip to Philly and D.C. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. Philly was, Philly's great. And you were upstate
1: New York tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And were you at the house all the time when you were hanging around the town?
0: Yeah, so around the
2: town, yeah. Yeah,
0: in upstate New York, they're in a place called Cornwall on Hudson, there's a house called Sparrow House. Uh, I think the URL is sparrowhouseny.com. And our friend Sarah Peters has it, and it's kind of a retreat. She she treats it like an Airbnb. I mean, it's an Airbnb, mm. but she invites artists and, and as her friends come up, and it's just and she's an wonderful. Too? I mean, yeah, she for, it, right? yeah, she works Fox for yeah she works for Fox Searchlight. Uh, All right, and oh wow, know, okay. but she's yeah she's really swell. Cool, and uh, yeah, we went up there kind of to escape the virus, but uh, maybe a week early. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but also to kind of like <laughs> We wanted to state. get out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, get out of the city. But it's phone, right? <laughs> yeah, we had a we had a blast. I There's love it out fun. there. Yeah, mm-hmm. the yeah. Hudson Valley is gorgeous. It's good to leave New York for a while. Yeah. yeah. Definitely yeah. give you a release, man. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you so. need that. It's a stressful city. It's so stressful. We we oh, should talk fun. about what we did in Philly. We did the um uh We did a lot of stuff. What was it called?
2: We went on this uh so this is for the the maybe not so romantic <laughs> Valentine's Day people. We did this tour. It was of Philly.
0: Grim Philly.
2: Grim Philly. And they talked about... um,
0: All the old ladies of the night. The
2: the ladies of the night and the founding fathers and... Right.
0: And their syphilis and their problems.
2: Just like all that stuff. But then she also talked about... Like our tour guide was really awesome. She also did like ghost stories and stuff like that. But it was so cold. Like...
0: It was freezing. It was
2: freezing and it was windy. Mm. And the group started off with like 14 people. And then we reached a halfway point And I think we went into a park where there was like this uh, monument grave that had like a flame. Right. This, this grave was supposed to represent like for all the people that died of yellow fever and all that stuff. Something, something like that. Yeah. I think but was, everybody was yeah. going to like the flame. And she's like, yeah, that's not going to warm you up. So then everybody sort of tapered off, but yeah. then it was just us and this other couple from Florida.
0: This poor guy from Florida, he's like, <laughs> I've never been this far north. I'm like, wow, man, you picked a night to do this tour. They were just freezing. Freezing. We and then, made it, though.
2: Yeah, we did. And then we, the tour ended, and then they just, yeah they bolted because they were like, we can't take it anymore.
0: That was the highlight of Philly, and then also the... Oh, that that um, Italian restaurant that we went yeah, to. Yeah, we went
2: to it because there's some serious in the Italian Italians market. in Philly. It's mm-hmm. yeah. so
0: good. And then the Revolutionary War Museum is a, a must if you're ever in Philly. It's really Stop great. there; mm-hmm. it's worth it. Totally, yeah. it's like twenty five bucks or something. But I mean, you
2: totally Spend worth like it.
0: three hours there and you nice. really learn a lot. Mm-hmm. It's some it's it's I love a good museum. That was one of the one of the finer museums I've ever been into. That was
2: really nice. Um, yeah, no, you get to learn like all these little aspects and you get to see like everywhere that every battle that happened and Yeah. It kind of but it's it's not like this rah 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 kind of museum. It actually kind of makes you question like mm. it's like how revolutionary was the war? Right. It's like what did we actually fight for? So it was actually pretty interesting. And then the the whole thing for Native Americans and mm-hmm. like their involvement and like whether they wanted to get involved with like our fight or not or well
0: and I really like the the Native American museum in DC too. I think that museum is lovely.
2: Yeah, we went that was really nice. And because we were also there like on a weekend mm-hmm. and like so obviously like the space museum is gonna be right out of control a zoo. and like yeah, so most of the Smithsonian is going to be out of control, but we went into the Native American Museum and the Modern Art Museum.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, D.C. is great for the museums. If you go for nothing else, mm-hmm. that. But then the other thing that we found in D.C. we're gonna we're gonna have a guest on the podcast. I think possibly the next episode yeah. uh, is this gal I met who she draws Garfield from memory.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay.
0: And has a big Instagram account, and there are all of these people who are Garfield Garfield fanatics, and they. <laughs> She gets commissions to do this. People put in requests. And she was sitting there at this crazy, funky little bar. It's
2: called Showtime Lounge.
0: Showtime Lounge, which is in the north part. It's by, what's the name of the, the college that it's called? It's uh,
2: Howard University. Yeah,
0: and oh, wow. If you're can, if you in D.C. and you want a good time, go to Showtime Lounge. It's a
2: quirky, like, Americana type of
0: bar. Yeah, <laughs> and it's Granny and the Boys, or the house band. Mm-hmm. And Granny lives upstairs. She's 87. 87. And she she plays. I they guess, do like Motown, yeah. funk music. Oh, wow. Yeah,
2: they're doing like
0: Granny and the Boys funky,
2: play that funky music. I white play boy, that funky music. I and they were like so getting into boy. it. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. I think
1: I saw like an ad or or an or a video on YouTube about this lady, maybe in her seventies. She's a drummer and she's uh, like a punk drummer or something. Oh, that's, that's somebody that's awesome. else. But that's, that's cool. Else. But this she
2: was on the piano. Yeah. Like it's just this old white haired granny lady that you would like go visit. <laughs>
0: I mean but She's in a just li- sitting
2: there just playing. Yeah,
0: yeah, oh, right. jamming out. And a uh, great jukebox there, too.
2: Yeah. yeah, we
0: got lucky that we found that place. It was but really that
2: cool. What was really funny, though, is that... What was her name? The Garfields...
0: Oh, I can't re- I can't recall I, her name. Yeah,
2: I can't recall her name. But she um, used to live in New York, which is really funny. Yeah. And uh, we met up with your friend, who also lives in New York, but he was visiting. Tom. Yeah. And um, I think think maybe she forgot about how aggressive New York humor is. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> Tom was like, you know, you introduced her to him, and then uh, he's like, yeah, you. she talks smart, but Kevin, you, <laughs> know, you talk smart, but she is smart. <laughs> I watched this girl almost spit out her beer. She's yeah. like... <laughs> Because everything's like you know, once you leave New York, you get used to like the sense of humor, but then people are like get like low key, and it takes a while for people to like understand your yeah, you're making jokes,
0: right, right. <laughs> and then right. it's like,
2: oh, okay. <laughs>
0: well, highly recommend Showtime Lounge if you can get there, I and mean, you're in DC. That's just one of those spots where you go, wow, this is mm-hmm. that is a trip, yeah. that is a scene.
2: It is a total scene. Yeah
0: and packed to the gills and it's like
2: six <laughs> bucks for like a can of beer and a shot beer and a, sh-
1: you know five dollars beer and oh, a right. shot it's that kind yeah. of place and it's only what like people play music there or? yeah i think they have it's
2: like a college hangout too as oh, well right, so right. there's like different kinds of people that hang out there
1: so.
0: okay yeah i like those kind of places yeah
2: yeah yeah well i
0: think this has been a you know a good episode of get this the show about things people love is there anything else uh you know Sabra, jose you're desperate to uh to tell people uh, and it's to set off
1: all these uh, people that invest in the stock market. If they're about to lose another $500,000, uh, uh, $500, just please, you know, pay my student loans. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's that's loans. Where could i Where can people find... I mean, just give me 300000 I That will make you. Throw some <laughs> money at Jose. Yeah, yeah. Where, where can people find you online, Jose? Pay my loans and I take a couple of months off, you know. You know, that's all I, I need, you know. You're on Instagram, right? Yeah. I'm uh, Jose Ignacio Gomez Uno. So yeah, I know J O S E I J I G N A C I O G O M E Z Gomez 1. I'll put it in. Ignacio Gomez 1. It's right. going to be there. Yeah, I know it's going to be there on the Yeah. yeah. Jose's a fun fall. That's follow. easier. And what about you, Sabra? Uh,
2: I think stay positive and wash your hands.
1: <laughs> and your Instagram. And
2: my Instagram is uh my little black boots altogether. And then my Twitter handle is uh feminine rebel. Yeah.
0: Right on. So now everyone Try not to touch your face. (laughs) No!